Disclaimer. The ideas and views discussed on the show should be considered opinion and not individual medical advice. Though Dr. Tim is board certified and licensed, every human is different, and without individual assessment, concepts and ideas cannot be directly applied with the guarantee of success. Please consult your personal physician or fitness coach before making any changes. Thank you. Okay, so I do have, this will probably be the final update of Lemonade Wars in the house. I doubt um, that. It is. Because, and wait a second. First, I want to say um, Happy New Year to anybody else. This is our first recording of 2024. Woohoo. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. So this will make a little bit of sense. So the reason why we're at the end is, first of all, I figured out why my husband wasn't making the lemonade right. This man, let me tell you, he freaking reads instructions when's when's the last time you read instructions for noodles never <laughs> this man i haven't read them since i was five i'm one of those people that i'm like just put them in and when i can smell them they're good usually that's like right about al dente but whatever he literally reads instructions for noodles every single time well it's not like they change yeah but uh, he does he looks at these things for every single packaging so tell me why for two, it was like, he, for two quarts of like lemonade, you're supposed to put like four and he put two in and I'm like, that's why it's watered down. He's like, well, how do you expect me to read instructions? I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. So I solved this I by don't Christmas. Expect you to read. I expect you to read instructions if you read instructions on damn pasta. Okay. But he read, he didn't read it for lemonade. And I was like, you know what? I'm finally done. I bought him a Ninja Thirsty, and they have a lemonade attachment. So everybody just let's, has their let's, own. Let's dial back to what is a Ninja Thirsty? It sounds like a very unique thing. It's like a Keurig version of the uh, Soda Stream, so it like does one cup at a time. But me and my husband are not fans of Soda Streams. <laughs> That's fair. So it'll it'll essentially you get these little pods, and then you it'll add flavoring to water, or and then comes with an attachment to like add carbonation to, uh, you know to it so you can have kind of spicy really spicy kind of water yeah <laughs> but henceforth i believe lemonade wards ha have finally ended now i'm not in the war and now it's just drink wars because my son's been using up the <laughs> he's gone through six <laughs> these aren't things they like like they make like 24 drinks in in every shot but <laughs> Anywho, welcome back to Both Sides of Fit. <laughs> welcome back. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. I hope everybody had a great New Year. Um, <laughs> got a bunch of gift cards because then it kind of leads into uh, our topic of today is going to be fitness trackers and wearables. So these are like, you know, um, the whoop strap, the Fitbit, all that stuff that you can possibly buy because, you know, new year, new you, maybe this year you've decided to go ahead and just, we're going to try that, uh, that, uh, new year's resolution saying you're going to go to the gym, get fitness trackers. So we're going to go back to basics for you. <laughs> I mean, we kind of have been on basics, but it is what it is. Basics are always good. 
And basic solar, great. I, I I did get feedback from a couple people about um, our holiday survival guide, which oh. we we kind of said right in the episode that we probably should have done it a little sooner. <laughs> yeah. So, so sorry. But, but that was that. I mean, obviously, people thought it was helpful, but definitely more than one person was like, "Yeah, I could have used that a month ago." And like, so sorry, but at least you have it now. I, I mean, this also depends on when you find this podcast, too. That's very barely. True. <laughs> so we're late for some, and we deeply apologize for that. I did skip that ahead of all the other episodes, so there might be some weird contacts in them. <laughs> But if you're finding us late and this is like one of our first episodes, um, go back and find that and you're welcome. We, we appreciate all the feedback. And again, kind of sorry. <laughs> so were, were we late or were we early for next year? This is true. There are other holidays, but still. <laughs> we, talk, we talk a lot about uh, fitness and wellness being a, a long game. So those holidays come every year, folks. So. They do. That, that advice is not going to expire. Your family will still annoy you at the holidays next year too. And we uh, and I think it's going to be if, if we ever do merch ever, I'm definitely going to put pregame before you pregame on something. <laughs> I think that's a year long thing. Be right next to the clean up your shit t-shirt. Yeah, and uh, cauliflower just tastes sad. That that those are the three that we have on the list right now. <laughs> Taste of sadness. It does. <laughs> that's probably one of the best quotes <laughs> anywho as I mean, this is probably going to come out like later than the first so so sorry again we're just kind of late or i'm kind of late sorry about the editing but um when you first start going into your fitness journey one of the few things that people look at is fitness trackers and i know that especially us two we talk about uh, a whoop strap and all that and i don't know for once and i was listening back on a couple episodes for once i'm very prepared to go through at least five uh different trackers you can i don't know about you if you put a list or if you're just gonna you know look and correct me as we go <laughs> well i've no i've looked i've looked up some of the comparison data mainly um some of it is more personal preference, uh, how the device functions and, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is what features does it have? Some of its cost, And a lot of it can depend on where you're at in your fitness journey. How much, for lack of a better term, how much horsepower do you need in a fitness tracker? This um, is very true. That kind of goes back to our, like our, our goals episodes. If you're, if you're not assessing, you're guessing, um, a lot of times you, People want to know, you know, how many calories did I burn in that workout, et cetera. But where they really come in handy is uh, if you listen to, we're just going to plug all the other episodes here. Um, all of them. The, the recovery episode, um, that's where trackers really get interesting, tracking your sleep, uh, things like heart rate variability. How well is your body recovering? That can kind of tell you, A, do you need to change something with your workouts or do you need to change something with your recovery strategy? And a lot of times, how hard should you go on a given day? Obviously, you can go off how you feel, but data helps too. So I guess we're going to start with our our favorite, the one both you and I uh, use. So the whoop strap. So I did compile, I compiled the kind of basic information. Oh, I do want to say beforehand. Um, Is your microphone moving? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I moved it down so I can see okay. what I'm looking at. Okay. Sorry. 
Um, I do want to start with um, when you're looking at trackers, obviously a price point is always going to be a thing, but before you go uh, go and spend money on any of them, whether they're high or low, and we do kind of have a range, um, I do recommend always looking at any sort of uh, reviews of any of your other fitness uh fitness gurus or on TikTok, any of the uh, YouTube, bef- do heavy research before you get into them. Because again, and then and this is probably going to be another quote, don't spend money on something you're not going to use. We don't recommend it. I definitely don't condone it. We want to save you a dollar wherever we can. So always research in, they're all going to have the same basic information about price. And so just, I'm going to give you that information now, just skip ahead to how, uh, how it feels for that person and why they use it. So we'll start with whoop strap. So the whoop strap originally, when it came out, it used to be that you buy the strap and they'll give you the technology for free. Unfortunately, that has changed. Unfortunately, because the uh, it's a month to month based membership, but also because, you know, it's also gotten better. So they basically give you the strap for free and you pay for the technology that you're using every month. So on the base plan for the whoop strap, you're paying about $30 a month. Or if you pay in advance, it's like $239 for 12 months or $400, bucks, 399 for 24 months. If you, uh, it does come with a basic band, it's going to be black, gray, and then it jumps up from there. If you want all the techno colors and all that, it can range from $49 to $109, which at least at the time of this recording has a uh, 10% uh, discount going. Uh, they do also offer apparel. So this is a, I want to say it's about three inch measurement tool that they uh, that goes in these straps. And because it's that small, they can put it in apparel. So they come with shorts. They have leggings, they have underwear, and it can range on that. It does have 24 seven monitoring and the battery life lasts about five days, give or take on how you're using that technology. So if you want something that you're not going to recharge every day, this is, and this is honestly why I have it. Whoopstrap, total go-to for, uh, for me. It does, however, have a downside where you're kind of double wristing it. So if you wear a regular watch, it doesn't have a face. It doesn't give you any sort of notification. You can set alarms to it, but if you already have any sort of smartwatch, that might not be a benefit to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. Whoop is, uh, <clears throat> I would say as, as far as their marketing and, and their technology goes, they're, <sighs> they're on the high end. They, they would market themselves to, you know, elite quote unquote athletes and you know, people who are really pushing hard professional athletes, um, definitely like, like CrossFit games. A lot of them use whoop. Um, not all of them. I'm sure they get sponsored, but, um, a, a lot of the things you touched on were similar things to what I was going to say. Um, all the, all the apps, uh, basic, uh, basic technology of it. They have a, a laser or an led light that, is on the backside of the tracker, whether it's a watch or a ring, we'll kind of get into that a little bit. Um, it shines the light directly through your skin and just takes a lot of uh, measurements through there. Uh, blood flow, heart rate, those kind of things. That's, that's basically how it takes all the, all the measurements. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe whoop takes the most frequent measurements, uh, multiple per second. Um, so, as far as data accuracy goes, I believe it's on the high end. Definitely, you can see people get into online debates about what's more 
you know, comparing fitness trackers and what's more accurate. The, the whoop typically is a, a wrist strap. Um, but as like Jasmine mentioned, they've, they've kind of uh, what a lot of the wearables haven't done uh, is give you different places to wear it. They have clothing that you can put it into. They were the first to come up with like a, a bicep strap, um, those kind of things. So you can wear it in different areas. There's the a bicep. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but they Go have a it. bicep strap and then they have the actual band. So it's going to, especially if you do more contact sports. So like, uh, um, not Muay Thai, but I'm, I'm thinking of it, right? Jiu-Jitsu. If you do something that you're grappling or something like that, mm -hmm. They have that type of uh, strap thing or like more of an armband that you can put it in and it won't obscure through your clothes clothing. So mm -hmm. there's that. And like I said, they have like they literally have underwear, too, if not a sports bra like that, go, that they can put these uh, components in. I will also mention that um, at least the latest, um, I believe we're on the five, if I'm correct. Um, but the latest one, it comes with a charger that is water resistant now versus, you know, a generation ago, which was only like, what, a year ago, uh, yeah. it, it wasn't. So you, these, these are completely, that was one thing I forgot to touch on. These are completely um, water, res not water, yeah, water resistant. So yeah. you can get it wet. You can take it swimming. You can take it in the shower. I don't. <laughs> Personal preference. I don't either. But it's like you can wear this 24-7 without having to take it off. So, Yeah, and the, the whoop, the actual monitor that sits in the band is is waterproof. Like I've worn it on Tough Mudder, uh, Polar Plunge, that kind of stuff. Like water does not affect it. It's meant to be worn in the bath or the shower. The, the whoop in particular uh, is meant to be worn always, 24-7 for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> And that's why the, the battery pack is, is kind of, it's convenient. It, it, you charge the battery in your standard charger, you plug it into the wall, and then you take the pack and you basically snap it onto the wrist strap, the, the monitor there, wear it till it charges and you take it back off. And so you never really have to remove it. Um, I suggest occasionally, you know, maybe switch wrists or move it around a little bit, uh, Cause it's weird. It, it throws me off every time I, when I have to like move it from one wrist to the other, it totally throws me off. <laughs> Cause then I'm looking for my watch on the, I'm one of those people that will double band it because I like my smartwatch. <laughs> so. And I think with, with whoop, it's kind of a, they've been a little stubborn about it. And I think it's kind of just part of their brand is it? Yeah. There is no, there's no face on it. It's it, there's no watch. There's no, there's a there's a tiny little LED light indicator. You you tap the band, um, and it used to be one, two, or three small lights. Now I believe it's it's like a red, yellow, green. It's it's the battery life indicator. Um, that's really the only way you interact with the strap. Um, that's really the only thing it does, other than the alarm. And you mentioned that it does. You can set an alarm on your Whoop, and it it vibrates. Um, mm -hmm. I will say, do not count on that to wake you up. Um, no. because it, it only lasts about 20 seconds and it definitely, if you're a deep sleeper, don't, don't put your money on that to wake you up. No. That said, as a tracker, it, it has an extremely robust data set. As the more I'm looking at the other trackers that I was less familiar with there, there's more and more similarities. Uh, whoop definitely it, 
what I like about it is it has a lot of automatic tracking. It will, it'll know with decent accuracy when you fell asleep and when you woke up, just kind of based on how much you're moving, your heart rate, your skin temperature, all those kind of things. It tracks a lot of sleep metrics. Um, it tracks your, your blood oxygen. It is not the only one that does that, mm -hmm. but it, it creates a very, um, it interfaces with an app. I believe and it. I was going to go to that too. <laughs> it would, it would have to because there's nothing on it. Um, I was going to say the app is very um, user friendly. Yes. If you have certain things you do want to track, like whether you're injured, whether you're, um, I, I mean, nowadays, especially after the whole debacle in 2023 about uh, women times, it also tracks all of that they've added the, so the whole the whole interaction when you're getting into the app, especially after you've downloaded and started using it, is that when you go into the app first thing, it pops up with a journal and you can set these parameters of what it wants you to track. So whether you've got good sleep, whether you got injured, did you have a fever? How did you feel that it, I think they added mental health recently to it, whether you were stressed, mm -hmm. whether you were or not, and that it all kind of calculates that down. Uh, especially when they give you the yearly report saying, oh, you were stressed 30, 30 days out of the year on average. It's very fun. Actually, I think me and Tim you always go through the yearly report and like send each other like, I was <laughs> like, guess what? I was part of the death one club. <laughs> like, yep. One percenters. The, the one percent <laughs> recovery club. They made that again this year. Woohoo. We're always in the club. Yeah. The, the whoop app. I mean, just run through and it is it's very customizable and it, it is very easy to do it's user friendly um it gives you an overview screen typically i mean how i have mine set up is probably fairly close to the the default of it it gives you, you know, a recovery score zero to 100 percent uh i guess one to 100 percent. i've never seen a zero um but that does come with like a red yellow green light and then that's kind of the the shorthand for you know how hard should you push yourself today it actually it spells that out for you it will say your recovery is x today you know you can really you're you're ready to perform today or it'll say you know maybe make today a recovery day you'll also have a strain score which is uh it's your cardiovascular strain for the day how hard did you push yourself and that's based on mostly heart rate tracking but also how much did you move your body it kind of has similar to a i don't know that it actually has a step counter but it definitely knows when you're moving that's true it doesn't have a step counter like most uh, most uh, um fitness trackers it does have a strain tracker that you can set to automatically start tracking when your heart rate goes up you can mm -hmm. also which especially um for me i you can set your heart rate um if you go and go down into the app go into it especially tells you like you can change your heart rate like oh my max is 174 or what what have you because it will give you an automatic with your height weight and um age it'll automatically populate one and sometimes it's too high sometimes it's too low there are a couple of downsides of having the whoop but i love it and tim loves it so <laughs> take that as you will if, if you're someone who really enjoys getting deep into the data it really helps you it makes it easy to access and analyze your data and what it really does and it does for you is trends and trends are the big thing we talked about your your journal of behaviors and you can set that to whatever it is but every morning when you wake up it's going to pop up 
when you open the app and say, it's a little, it's like, what happened yesterday? <laughs> it'll but also it, send you notifications. So in the morning, it'll be like, mm -hmm. high recovery, poor sleep. <laughs> so, yeah. which I get a lot of. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you'll over, over time, it'll analyze those trends and say, you know, were, were you were you well hydrated today? Um, did you did you listen to a sound machine while you slept? I mean, there's there's probably over a hundred of those behaviors, and you kind of track the ones that are relevant to you, and it'll say, okay, over the last thirty days, ninety days, over the last year, here's what we showed on days when you drank alcohol. Uh, your recovery's trash, so that's bad for you. And and I mean, it's it kind of just helps because different things do affect people differently. I don't know too many people who drink alcohol and their recovery gets better, but that's just an example. And I'll say, you know, you you read a book instead of were on your phone before you went to sleep. Um, that you know, over sixty days, that made your recovery better. Um, you you reported you were stressed today, or you took time to do breath work and stretch out today that improved your recovery and it really just over time it does a pretty good job of breaking down what helps you recover and it really is i would say it's mainly a a, a recovery based tool that's their big metric is how how ready are you to go today and what can you do or not do to make that better uh last thing because we do have to move on. I will yeah. say that it, everything got funner when they added the stress meter. <laughs> that's yep. That's a new thing. The new thing, newest thing was they added a stress meter. So every once in a while, I'll be like, "Guess what I did today?" And then I'll send the the reading of the stress meter. It's very fun. <laughs> and it'll yeah, it'll pop up a little report. It'll say you were you're in the high stress zone for sixty minutes today, which by the way was not a workout because it knows when you're working out. <laughs> Yeah. So sorry, Whoop. Anywho. <laughs> I did, I did, uh, with a couple of the other trackers, I've used a Fitbit a little bit. I've used a, I had a Garmin for a while. I actually had them both and kind of compared them a little bit because I, I like a watch too. Um, but that was really the interesting thing is I, I found Whoop was the best at just detecting when you're doing things, which makes sense because it doesn't have an interface on the strap. You don't have to tell that you're going to bed. You don't have to tell that you're starting a workout. If you wanted to track distance on a run or something like that, you can tell it. You, I mean, you can definitely can tell it you're working out, but I found it to be pretty accurate unless you're doing a very low intensity thing or you're, you know, I will say if you're, if you're lifting weights, and your heart rate's not going up a lot, and you're maybe going heavy and taking a lot of breaks, it won't record a high strain, even though you may feel tired and like you worked out hard because it does track cardiovascular strain. Um, so it may not, you may not get a high strain score if you didn't get your heart rate up. That is the one place where it misses, but I mean, as far as technology, I don't know how they would do that differently. So next on my list is Fitbit mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. The originator. The originator. Uh, so it's definitely the one that uh, that most of us know that to uh, count your steps and your activity throughout the day. So uh, Fitbit can, depending on which one you get, range from uh, $99.95. Ooh, $9.95. Check that. Check if, if somebody gives you offers you a $10 Fitbit, check that. But... <laughs> It's, about 150 it's a, it's to 160. Bit. It's a it's an off brand. Yeah, it's off brand. It's Amazon uh, Amethyst. 
<laughs> Which there are ones. I didn't research into those, but there are Amazon uh, fit uh, fit type things. Amaze Fit. I I did Amazfit. see that too. It's yes. the Amazon brand. So a Fitbit tracker again could be about a hundred to one hundred and sixty dollars. Um, it has about a battery life about ranging again always. It's gonna kind of always be a range, especially on how much you use and what you're using it for. But it's uh, about five to seven days for one battery life. Um, you do have to take this off to charge. It's gonna be a dock, uh, depending. And usually they do have a USB um, thing. So that is the one-time charge for the actual um, tracker. They do, however, for their apps, have a $9, uh, $10 membership. So you'd be paying that reoccurringly. I didn't see, I didn't go too far into the Fitbit site, but I didn't see a, um, didn't see any ranges on if you pay for a year or not. So I can't give you that number. Um, so if you do, they are comparable to Apple watches. They have a certain, uh, a one that's supposed to be literally very comparable. It's square, like the Apple watch, which isn't on my list. We'll get to that. Um, mm -hmm. but if you want a new band for any of these Fitbits, those, uh, range for about 30 to $35, depending on which one you get. And usually their customer service is really, really kind of good. Um, I will say that they ha do have other products in the sense of, uh, with their membership, they also have a smart scale that you can buy to go with on Aura, Aura Air. It's about a hundred, uh, not a hundred. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it's about $50 that you can buy to go with your Fitbit, Fit, uh, Fitbit and put into the app. The app, I remember correctly. I will say that I have years old of knowledge because I did have one for about a year, year and a half is again very user friendly i do if i don't know have they've been updated somebody can totally correct me i'm waiting for an email y'all i check them every day but uh when i had the app it usually had a water tracker so you can actually input how much water you had throughout the day it had a uh weight tracker so it's not the only one that you can use but the one that especially for the app is the one that they provide they also had a food tracker on it and it, i thought that the food tracker on the fitbit was so cool especially because you all you had to do especially if you were going to if you had to have a tv dinner or such and you wanted to track that calories throughout the day you could just scan the barcode and it would input all the information you had but you could also break it down so let's say you i would always eyeball you know i don't like fitness tra uh, uh food trackers at all but i would eyeball say like it was a cup of rice it would ask whether white rice brown rice and would it input all the calories for me so i will say that was one of the biggest benefits i saw when having a fitbit was that the tracking if you needed it was all there it would track all that i remember the old version of it it does have a dock station that you can buy from them for $75. Ooh. Um, it is water resistant depending because they do have ones that have watch faces and that don't, they do still have their original. So it is water resistant and does have all that fun stuff. So Fitbit definitely like we've mentioned this in, in passing and before it's the, it's the originator. They've definitely kind of stepped up their game to level level the playing field a bit um as far as you know aesthetics there it's not going to appear as your normal watch but it has most of the the same functionality it, it has the 
the step counter, which most of the things do. I was not aware of the, the, the food tracker, which is definitely, that's something most people are using a separate app for. So that's, that is definitely a plus to have in kind of all in one. So as I mean, when I look at the, the big, you know, like consumer reports type comparisons of all these things, Fitbit tends to, tends to score pretty high. I will say it doesn't, I, I'm not super familiar with the app. And I think a lot of the interface can happen right through the watch, which is handy. But I, I, I feel like that's the, the most of them. Uh, Fitbit is up to, I believe they're, I mean, they have more than one make. They have a, a charge and an inspire, which I think does a little more, uh, they're, they're, they're geared at different fitness lifestyles, but they're up to like version six. So obviously mm-hmm. they, they, they've changed a lot. Um, I yeah. had the charge three when I, when I was on Fitbit. So, and you could set it to read your texts, um, different watch faces. It would notify you to move. It does all the, all the fun stuff. So if you're going like on the very basic, like you just want something to check, uh, check you, Fitbit's pretty good. I did uh, eventually change because of the tech. And like I said, this is why I'm for Whoop is that I happen to have all, and I'm not trying to keep comparing Whoop or whatever, but it didn't have the tech that was for me because I had the Fitbit when I started boxing. So it didn't quite, for what I was doing, it didn't track as well. And it also got caught on my gloves, to be fair. But (laughs) right. It was good to, like I said, remind you to drink water. It had all those reminders. It had all the, it kept all the information. I, like I said, I just didn't use all that tech for myself. I, I love the whoop tracker, but I don't like tracking everything about myself. So again, this is all why I'm saying like, know what kind of tracker you want before Mm -hmm. you kind of spend the money. Um, it was worth it for the year for trying to make sure I was moving. So I'll give them that. I just didn't like, I don't like tracking my food and we'll get that to that on the, the food prep uh, thing. But I, I hate tracking because it always, for me personally, like I don't get that deep into it and it makes me feel bad because I just, I, at that point and probably even now I just eat to eat. <laughs> so right. when you're like getting in those high calories, it just kind of, mentally brought me down. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that the, the Fitbit, which it's really kind of moved itself into the, the smartwatch category. It seems like based on all the reviews, it has a very going and saying that we're both whoop users. So that's where the bulk of our experience no. lies. Definitely, definitely mine, but we've, we've, mm-hmm. we've re- done some research, consumer research, and we have used some of these other ones, not probably as in depth. Um, Fitbit, some of the stuff I've, I've seen here is that it's actually, if you're using exercise machines in the gym, you're using the elliptical, the treadmill, et cetera, it can connect directly to that via Bluetooth and take mm-hmm. data from there, which is definitely a big, a big plus if that's kind of your main mode of exercise. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's very beginner. It's very beginner friendly. Um, so I, I, as a first tracker, I would go Fitbit all the way. I would go back if, as I wouldn't change anything that I went with uh, go, starting out. Again, these are all, they're not necessarily cost friendly, like to be fair. And this is probably going to be the most expensive episode we talk about because a lot of, even like the next one I talk about, it's, it's expensive. And if you don't have the funds for it, 
don't even worry about it. You can track all that. Um, I'm not one to track my stuff via uh, paper or anything like that, mm. but it's just as good to just write down the exercises that you're doing and saying, hey, maybe I just need to push a little harder. But these are just going to help. If you don't want to, I know that like I don't write everything down. So again, that's not to plug whoop again, but the, the, the automatic tracking was nice for me. I don't have to input very much. I mean, I have done a lot of meal tracking, calorie tracking. I did that for several years and it's nice as you, I kind of got to the point where I could estimate things like that because I don't vary my diet a whole lot. Um, but you know, tracking exercise in like a Google spreadsheet. I mean, there, there's tons of apps for that that don't really necessarily fall into the category we're talking about. But I would agree that as a beginner, Fitbit is is super accessible. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't overwhelm you with data for sure. And you can buy it almost anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I will. That, that that's one thing I didn't bring up. Whoop is only from the Whoop site. You can't. It's not going to be on Amazon. It's not. You have to get it from them. Same mm -hmm. with everything else that comes with them. You have to get it from them. It's. I don't. I don't recommend getting anything from any other site. If you buy it off eBay, that's all you, bro. Good, but good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Um, I will say uh, Fitbit. It's everywhere. It's at Target, Costco, Walmart, you name it, you could probably buy it from there. So that's the other great thing about Fitbit is it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can probably even like, you can probably even go to your phone uh, carrier and get a Fitbit. Like probably. they have the kids one. That's the other thing. They have kids ones. They have, there's a whole family. You can have a whole family of Fitbits. It's, mm -hmm. it's the thing. <laughs> so the next one is the, Aura or the aura ring, I, yeah, aura ring. I had that on my list too. <laughs> so the aura ring, it starts at two ninety nine. So if you buy uh, buy this, be sure. But I will say the thing that I loved about on the site is uh, it's two ninety nine to three forty nine is the ranges. And if you're a gold person, a gunmetal, it comes in all the range of colors. You are not stuck with just one ring. So it, it also has their own sizing and a customizable sizing. So if you're like a weird half size, it's great. <laughs> so from there, it does have a, for an additional, I believe for two years, it's 45 for three years, it's 60 uh, warranty on it. The monthly, uh, the monthly membership for their app is 599. So that's actually <laughs> the cheaper of the, the membership. So you're spending a lot on the ring but you have to put it, have it customizable. Um, I didn't, unfortunately, on the site, see any sort of uh, battery life on there. And maybe I, I'll search it while you look at it, but. Uh, Aura Ring battery life is supposedly about seven days. So again, that's also on long time use. It's water resistant. It's all the fun stuff. It's a ring. Um, like I said, I personally, I've never had it. I don't have the money to spend on that. <laughs> That's a little, little bit um, expensive or splurgy for it. So it's probably got a yearly bonus or whatever to spend on that. It's not, from what I've seen, it's not that bad. I personally don't trust the measurements from my finger. I, That's just me. But if you can put it on any finger. Um, that was kind <laughs> of the big thing. I, I was I was looking over the aura ring mainly i mean it is a it is a ring it's a 
it, it can be a fashion ring. So it looks like a metal ring. It's not necessarily noticeable for someone who doesn't want to, for whatever reason, have people, I mean, we're going to talk about like, uh, smartwatches and things like that as well in this category. But mm -hmm. if you don't want to know people to know that you're wearing a fitness tracker, it just looks like a ring. Oh yeah. It's very, I will say this is more of the high fashion type, uh, tracker. I, I'm all for that. Um, it does say that it has all of the same sleep um, working. I will say, uh, I don't imagine it's good for lifting. I don't because yeah, because the big thing, especially like, and uh, I where I have a silicone wedding ring, I do have uh, my regular stuff, but I'm just saying I wear a silicone ring and that almost is too bothersome when I'm lifting. And that was the big, other than what you mentioned is obviously the, the, the wrist is a decent sight. The arm is probably a bit. The most accurate heart rate data you're going to get is always going to be from a chest strap. And most people, you they'll sometimes wear that when you work out. If you're somebody who's into that kind of data or if you're a, a high-performance athlete, um, generally the further you get from your heart, the less accurate the data is. So a ring is maybe not you're going to see a little bit of a drop off in the accuracy. I haven't seen too many complaints about the accuracy of the aura, but just based on that, it's probably a little more squirrely. And what you mentioned, it is a ring. So if you're, you're lifting weights, you're punching things that kind of, if those are your sports where your hands take a lot of impact or you have to do a lot of gripping of things, it's probably not the best one. Now, if you're a runner or a biker, <laughs> I mean, if, if you get in a fight, it might be helpful. <laughs> I remember well, the one time I, we did sparring and we were with no gloves and I happened to have my wedding ring on the one time and you bitched at me. So <laughs> it might help in a fight, but it does seem like it's more of a like, enough. <laughs> it does seem more like it's a, uh, if you're a runner or if you just want the data and you have the money. This seems like it's, uh, and you're not like, again, it doesn't have to be a fit fitness thing. You know, like you can want right. that data and be like an office worker that just wants to know, make sure they're like, I will say also a benefit of getting a tracker is when you start going downhill and you're just not noticing it. Like, I know we've said like, uh, uh, I was it, I've had this experience and actually the reason why I even went with a whoop is, uh, because I did my review kind of circuit on on it and somebody was talking about how uh, their fitness tracker was the reason why they knew they had covid because they they measured their oxygen yep. levels and all that that's how i knew i had pneumonia that's like that's how i knew things were going downhill a fitness tracker helps with that so it will it will tell you you're you're in trouble before you might know you're in trouble when people's recovery is kind of flatlined especially somebody who's used to pushing, pushing the envelope a lot, you're, it gives you a heads up like, Hey, you're headed in the wrong direction here, or something might be wrong, you know? And a lot of I, uh, people who work out regularly, who hasn't had the experience where you're kind of like, I'm kind of on the fence. I feel a little, and today I'm still going to go push it hard on the workout. The next day you wake up and you are like sick. And mm -hmm. could that have been avoided? It's good to, you know, maybe get a little heads up that, hey, things are things are dipping a little bit. There might be something something in the water here that we want to be careful of. So from what I could see, yeah, if you're somebody that doesn't use their hands for their sports necessarily, so <laughs> running, 
I not that you don't use your hands in, uh, in this, but like biking stuff like that. This might be a good tracker for you. And again, whatever. Uh, or if you just want it for your life, this might. I don't see this as an athletic kind of thing. To be fair, like as a um, if you play football, if you uh, box, if you are, I I don't see this as that type of tracker. But that's just me. Again, please, I'm willing to read the email. Send it to me if you if I'm wrong. I mean, that's the the difficulty with that is that you would more than likely need to take the ring off while you're working out, which kind of defeats the purpose of having it to some degree. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as the app interface, it looks extremely similar to to Whoop's app. Honestly, they give you a sleep score. They give you a recovery score. Of course, they're all, they're all going to call things a little bit differently. Uh, Whoop calls it a recovery store. Was it a SPO2 reader? Yep. So your ox- oxygen levels? Blood oxygen sensing. I think we're on the same website. Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, it, it automatically detects activity. It gives you, you know, your, your heart rate throughout the day, but also during activities. It gives you a readiness score, which is essentially what most of the recovery-based apps do is say, how ready are you to to push it? Um, I think that the biggest, this is more of a, a preference and lifestyle issue with the Aura Ring. It seems to be pretty solid as far as data and that um it is going to matter can you wear it when you work out because that really that's make or break for me absolutely if i have to i mean it's true with any of the watches or wrist straps even the whoop like if you're doing a kettlebell workout or something sometimes you need to spin it around so you don't if you throw up a kettlebell over and catch it um with a clean or a snatch or something like that so it doesn't the whoop's pretty robust because there is no screen. Yeah, I will say that is a bad I've never broken one. Oh, even with the Fitbit, um, it's not scratch resistant. Even though they say Gorilla Glass and all that, we have Gorilla Glass on our phones and we still put protectors on it. I highly recommend if you ever like get something with a face, protect it. Because especially in the fitness world, it's going to get scratched and broken so easily. Now, I will say the Fitbit one is really like... It's really sturdy, but it gets a lot of those micro scratches. And especially for somebody like that, me, that is very highly annoying. I can't deal. Like if there's a small scratch on my phone, I have to replace the screen. Like, <laughs> well, And you're... it's a very small screen. So a scratch really makes a difference in you being able to read it. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, yeah. So my next one. Oh, go ahead. I was just say this, and this is just kind of a general comment. Again, I, it really sounds like we're plugging Whoop here, but um, the Aura Ring, the the Fitbit, pretty much all the the watches. Uh, I feel like the the main ones are Apple Watch and Garmin that are probably tend to come up in the discussions. Those are kind of the the leaders in smartwatch as far as fitness technology. You have to take them off to charge them, generally speaking. Um, uh, I forgot to look for that. I did not know if you had to take... Well, you have to because it's a ring. It's so... Yes, you have <laughs> to take off the Aura Ring to charge it. Um, it is nice that it has a seven-day battery life, supposedly. Yes. I don't know exactly how long it takes to charge. That is a benefit. Again, uh, if if a screen is not important to you, the Whoop, you, you never have to take it off. It's a sleep tracker. It's a day tracker. It's a... It's not a step counter. Um but and it doesn't seem the aura is either. 
I no. didn't see that. That uh, I don't. That I don't believe there. so. No, but the uh, a tracker that it depends on how how anal retentive you are about your data. If you want gaps in your data, um, or you don't want gaps in your data, you are eventually going to have to take pretty much all of these off to charge. Except the Whoop, it was designed in such a way that you never have to take it off, which might sound gross to some people, but. <laughs> Right. The only other kind of downside I can see, like I said, I don't have any other uh, experience with the aura. The only downside I can say, and the thing, and this is kind of across the board with other fitness trackers, is it's not customizable. <laughs> so, like with Whoop, That's with true. Fitbit, with all that, you can change the bands, you can change the case, you can make it all if you have a different feeling you're kind of stuck with what you have with the aura ring. If you like gold and you decide, I don't want to wear gold with this outfit, you're stuck with it. So. Yep. They don't eat. There's no, there's no skins on it. Like it is what it is. You can, you can pick lots of different metals. It looks like, but it's like, I mean, I'm partial to a gun metal, So whatever. <laughs> you're <laughs> not a rose gold. I have problems <laughs> with rose gold. <laughs> Okay, For to be some fair. reason, I just thought that might be the case. I have no idea why. Okay, sidetrack for a minute. Take it away. I personally, and you, we can totally go into this uh, with you, but I personally don't, I don't wear gold. I don't hate gold, but I don't wear gold because it matches my skin tone too well. Does it look good on it? Yes, but I, I just, I can't. I love silver and white gold. Same. I hate any shade of pink. Any shade at all. So <laughs> rose gold, not my thing. Uh, oh, pfft, he's putting his <laughs> charge around. Speaking of charging your wolf strap. <laughs> well, it told me it was dying. So I charged it. That worked out. I've let it die like three times. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, any shade of pink, I have a problem with. <laughs> so no, rose gold, not my thing. At all. I'm I'm not really a, but it does have a rose gold, gold person either. I mean, I'm certainly not a rose gold person, but white gold, silver, same. Yeah. I just <sighs> looks better to me. It, it just, yeah, that's the thing. It just looks better. So if anybody wants to get us any sort of white gold or silver. <laughs> Don't buy us rose gold, please. If you were please. thinking of doing that for <laughs> some reason. <laughs> oh, what? We just got a hundred of this and somebody's totally thinking about it. It's fine. We're really in a place to be going, yeah, don't buy me rose gold. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if my husband's actually listening. He needs to know this. <laughs> he should know him after 10 years, Does but whatever. Does not know that? You know, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a different story for a different day. But Fair enough. <laughs> If you have preference on, uh, like I do, a strong preferences about your colors, it seems like the aura gives you that option. So you're not stuck with just a silver ring if you don't like silver or gold or what have you. So that it's customizable to that point, but it's not on that. So with Whoop or with uh, even like Fitbit, like I said before, you have a range and you can go, not for Whoop, but for Fitbit, you can go on uh, Amazon and explore they have all the attachments you can go at it they have uh, it's a lot easier they even offer for fitbit uh gold or silver a chain like uh uh bands so mm -hmm. take it as you will all right what else you got i have an apple <laughs> well i don't have an apple watch uh, another 
preference thing, I will never go back to Apple. It's it's just I tried having an Apple phone once. It didn't work out for me. I I was an LG fan. I loved LG phones, and then now I'm on Samsung. But the Apple Watch, you have a range of two fifty to seven, uh, so seven and nine, and so eight hundred bucks. It is water resistant to a point. Um, it isn't uh, so. It has an always on display. It has a battery life of twelve hours to thirty six. Again, always depending on how uh, what you use, whether you're using heart rate, sleep. It is expensive. Apple users swear by it. I've never had one because I personally, I have, I changed my uh, uh, preferences on my watches too much to be spending that type of money on one, but it does have a fitness tracker. Um, I don't know how well it is. I know I have a, a Samsung watch. That's the other band I wear. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how accurate they are. So I asked somebody that's had one. <laughs> Yeah, 50 meters. They're water they're water swim proof or water resistant up to 50 meters. They do have GPS. You can hook your phone up to it. You can do that also with um, a Samsung watch. No, I think that looking at the the data for like all the the comparison reviews and that, Apple Watch comes up pretty high um, mm-hmm. in the in the watches. And anyway, I think we we spent a lot of time talking about Fitbit, which is sort of a watch, but not really. It's kind of its own thing. Um, Aura Ring's its own thing. Whoops, its own thing. Uh, we're, we're pretty much into like smart watches now. Yeah. Um, Samsung, Garmin, uh, Apple Watch. Hold on one second. I will, before we go further into smart watches, I will say that there are other trackers you can find on Amazon. These are just the big Absolutely. ones that we, the big ones that we found. Um, they are, before you buy anything off of Amazon, in general, before you buy anything off of Amazon, please read the reviews. Those are the, and look at the most recent and the high end lows. Please and thank you. Like yes. that is what's gonna tell you whether that watch or watch or uh, uh, tracker has what you need. We personally <laughs> didn't look into it. I didn't especially, but they have the AmazFit. I know they just discontinued it, which is funny. But they have uh, had really? the, uh, no, they just had, uh, the Amazon had the Halo, which was supposed to be comparable to a Whoop and or Fitbit. So it did. Uh, I've the heard pay- of that. I don't know much Halo. about it. I actually have one. I just never, like, I bought the Whoop right after it. So I never actually took it out of the box. And then I got the email saying, please return the, uh, here's where you can tend to dispose of it. So <laughs> still in the box. In the plastic. <laughs> Well, we have one, but we don't know anything about it. Um. Well, no, I remember what it was. So the whole thing is it used to, the reason I even wanted it was because it said it would, and this was a controversial thing, is that it wanted to, uh, it would measure your stress throughout the day by listening to your voice. So, and it had, yeah, it depended, like it was a feature you could turn on or off. It was supposed to be comparable to the Whoop, and I just forgot about it. I put it in a box and then I moved. So, and you know how well I could find everything after I moved. <laughs> Literally yeah. months of him going, where's your wrist, uh, your wristbands? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> where, where are your hand wraps? Where no clue. The... Somewhere in a box. Where's your but, inhaler? Oh, uh, that I had, I had six of those stashed. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> I still have actually need to replace three now that I'm thinking about it, but 
Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is by no means an exhaustive list. We're definitely we're going after the the most common ones you're going to see, um, that kind of thing. But we're we're, we're more or less, <clears throat> excuse me, into the watch category, and yeah. and so Apple Watch. I would say that it seems pretty comparable in terms of what it does. It has a lot of the 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 shortcomings that we've also talked about. It it has a screen on it, um, so it's not. You're definitely going to be careful. You don't want to break it because they are more pricey. So if you're doing things, contact sports, that kind of stuff, um, it's water resistant, not waterproof. You can have a lot of different. Swimproof. To be fair, it did say swimproof on the site. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Don't you dare lie to me. Fair enough. <laughs> um, different, a lot of different bands, a lot of different appearances of it. I will say they are, as far as I can tell, they are all square. That's a signature look. Yeah. That's an that's an Apple thing where they make things that you can tell right away are Apple products. If you are an iPhone person, if you're a, an Apple person, you're obviously going to see the best compatibility there. Um, it, it definitely has... It has a lot of the same features. It's just typically there. It's not quite as robust because it does do so many other things. Um, the the data set it doesn't take things quite as measurements quite as frequently. You may have to tell it when you're doing things. It has some extra interesting things like if it'll try to call the police if you if it thinks you crashed your car or if you fell down or things like that. Like it's supposed to detect. There's safety features built in which is interesting, but not necessarily at the top of our list. Um, I will say that's really the biggest thing is it has a lot of Apple compatibility and it has a very good, if you're you're somebody who doesn't want to keep going back to your phone, um, that's where the smartwatch category can come in handy because you can do the vast majority of your interfacing right through the watch screen. It's got buttons, they've got typically touch screens, um, and you can actually can you know control some things like if you're if you're Bluetoothing music, you can control that through the watch. I mean, it definitely it makes it so you don't have to go to your phone nearly as much. If you if you're doing this sort of workout or you're just the kind of person that doesn't want to have to keep going back to your phone for things, uh, it is very helpful there. Um, it also, I mean, it's it's a surrogate for the phone, so email notifications, those kind of things. I actually, when I had it, it wasn't an Apple Watch because I, I am an, I'm not an Apple guy other than the iPhone. I, I have an iPhone, but I do not have an Apple computer. I don't really have anything else other than like the headphones they require you to have. No earbuds. <laughs> actually, no. I have I have non Apple uh, Bluetooth earbuds. Um, not even gonna lie, I would be totally for the uh, the the Apple earbuds if they came in black. And that white's killing me. Yeah. They're, <laughs> Stands out like a sore thumb, especially when you're not supposed to have them in. They really stood fast on that one. Um, <clears throat> there, there, There's an untapped market for black headphones. Absolutely. If they came in other colors, Apple, if you're listening, just say, if you if you had, went with other colors, I'm pretty sure you'd sell more. Probably. If, if I think that's the biggest thing uh, that a company can do, especially for... Uh, uh, for their accessories, if they're taking is customizable colors. I would agree. If somebody is goth as hell, they're not gonna, they're not gonna buy uh, white headphones. I'm sorry. Or if you are, 
I'm sorry, I did I didn't mean to categorize you guys like that, but probably would have preferred it. In kind black. of, a lot, I'm not necessarily moving on, uh, but kind of just lumping in. I mean, if you're not an Apple person, that's where your your Samsung or or Garmin seem to be kind of the leaders there, and we're, it's a little more There's of a one more. Is there? What's the other smartwatch? There's another, not Garmin, but there's this another like high end what is, uh, smartwatch. Oh, and I'm going to find it. Somebody out there who has that smartwatch is just screaming at their phone right now, upset that we don't know what it is. No, I. it's one of those, like, it's high end. Hold on, let me look at it. Um, while, you, while you're looking at that, I mean, just, for instance, Apple Watch is, is it's a category. There's probably, you know, there's a bunch of series, there's a bunch of different models, there's there's 15 different ones, and that's where you kind of have to do your own research um, because different ones have different features. They've It's just like picking a phone. Like we can't necessarily encompass all of that. Um, but you are going to find a lot of variability between models. I will say if you are someone who likes a tracker that is also a watch and has a lot of that smart compatibility you want to check your emails you want to make a phone call on it i mean apple and you and you're an apple person and you want to kind of stay within the apple ecosystem probably an apple watch um mm -hmm. it's not a dedicated fitness tracker it does a bunch of other things and that's really where i won't say it falls short but that may not you may not get as robust of features as far as sleep fitness tracking, uh, recovery tracking, et cetera, because it has to do so many other things. And that's really the same with the, the Garmin too. Um, and the, the, the various Android smartwatches, obviously, if you're not an Apple person, I had a Garmin and an iPhone and they worked together. There were definitely, they didn't always work together the greatest. There were some issues there, but compatibility was decent. Um, mm. I actually got rid of my smartwatch because really? I probably could have just turned them off, but it was, I just felt like it was constantly email or text message and, and I would get, and I'm someone who kind of always has my phone on me. So it would, it would ding on my wrist or buzz on my wrist. And then two seconds later it would buzz in my pocket. And I just, I felt like I was constantly looking at my watch and I was like, well, I can turn all those notifications off. And then I said, well, why do I have this then? Because I already had a whoop on my other wrist. And I just felt like me personally, it wasn't, <clears throat> I was feeling a little overconnected uh, to things. And so I, I, I. Fossil. God damn it. I knew it. Because <sighs> I, <love this> <laughs> I was running out of shit to say. So. <laughs> Sorry. But it was like, God damn it. I like, I looked because I think it's, here's. <laughs> When I was researching for a smartwatch, I couldn't fucking not get away from Fossil. Fossil watches, uh, they're really stylish. They're really, like, they're that's, high that's up there. interesting. It, it never came up once for me. I was it not aware. It came up all the time, especially for, like, stylish women oh, smartwatches. Like, that is, like, one of the top ones. And I know somebody that, um, instead of getting, like, a, uh, a Samsung or that, would get a Fossil, because it has those same trackers. But, it, and it's, but it's, like, over that $150 uh, mark. You, you know what I mean? so I, I think, um yeah what what you said there is it's it's a it's a little more of a fashion watch and i think just looking but it's trying visually, to get in that tractor yeah oh absolutely 
it's trying to get into the tracker uh, thing it's probably like something like not even gonna lie that's what those like what the celebrities wear is the fossil because the regular watches are also really expensive not the smart watches so and that's kind of a that's kind also, of oops sorry no go for it I was going to say, I will sit here as an advocate for the Samsung watch. They mm -hmm. range from like one, like maybe 200 for like currently on the site uh, for the, the, the smartwatch four, it's like, it's on sale. So it regularly 249, but it's 199 right now. I, instead of spending like the $400 for an Apple watch would recommend the Samsung watch. It goes with any phone. It's an app. It has their own app base as well. They do all the other tracking things that we've been talking about, um, but they can also interlock your your what Samsung headphones, which does come in every other color. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I don't appreciate Apple <laughs> products. I'm sorry, <laughs> well, but it... <laughs> that's yeah. I was I was kind of gonna touch on that, like more more with the phones. I don't know if it's true. The watches and and hardcore Apple people can pretend it's not true. But Apple products have a built-in, they call it a planned obsolescence. What you will notice is when they come out with a new iPhone, your iPhone starts not working very well. They slowed after, and maybe it's two years, maybe it's, um, they start to slow down, they start to glitch and get kind of shitty because they want you to buy the new product. And I don't know if that's built in or you can call it a conspiracy, but it's very noticeable that Apple iPhones in particular, I can't speak to the watches, but you have them for so long and then they just, they come out with a new one and they kind of stop working well. Mm -hmm. So you have um, to a new one. So yeah, no, with the Samsung watch, you can, I know you said it was a problem for you to like get the app notifications for, you know, X, Y, and Z. You can, through the app, set that notifications, whether you want notifications. I get notification for Discord for like, ever in a, a day and I don't have that go to my watch especially and I think and this obviously I'm telling you to do something bad but uh when you're in a place that like if you work in a place that if you get fired if you have your phone out a smart watch is probably the best option like I work and I want to be able to get notified especially because I have a child I need to be able to be reached easily so uh if I want to still look like I'm working and be able to see uh, anybody text me a smartwatch is the best option like i carry my phone on me always but i can't always have it out wherever i'm at i mean that is definitely an advantage of having the the smartwatch the benefit for a smartwatch i know i'm probably going to change the name of this from uh f fitness gear and watches so or wearables <laughs> fun yeah, stuff wearables. but the the biggest benefit i found especially with a, a a smartwatch like let's say you're at the gym and you want to just leave your phone so you're not like pulling it with you wherever you have controls so like let's say you put your music on you leave you, you leave your phone in your locker you can control it from your watch that was the benefit with uh, with uh, uh the newer fitbits is you can control your uh not the charge the charge didn't do it but uh you can control your music like let's say you put it down hell maybe let's say you left your uh phone on the other side of the of uh the gym first of all don't do that. But so, I mean, while we trust everybody, we can't trust her. Don't leave your don't leave your phone unattended. <laughs> if you don't want to go to like the other side of your exercise area to mess with your phone because you just don't want to listen to the music, a smartphone or a smartwatch, 
is a total benefit on that front. Um, there are benefits of using a smartwatch as a tracker. I mean, it, do, it does track sleep. It has that feature. So does uh, Samsung watch. So do, I'm guessing Garmin. I've never had a Garmin. They have those things. But if you don't have to, you can also extend the life of your, your smartwatch. So that's the also benefit of double having like a, a, a fitness tracker that you don't have to use the face for. Um, that extends the life of your fitness trackers. Um, I'm guessing for the Aura Ring and or the, uh, and for the Whoop, it extends it as the, your life of your watch to not have to fuck with them. So you can turn off all those features on your, on your watch. So. <laughs> and that was, that was kind of what, what I ran into is I, I was like, oh, I, I, I can turn off all these features and notifications, but then why do I have this watch? I could just, and, and. Cause it looks good. That's why. That's and that's kind of what I wanted to like as our kind of last wrap up in the in the watch wearable category. It's really going to depend on what are your priorities here. And when I when people talk about priorities, people get a little defensive. But if you want a watch that looks really nice and is really pretty and also kind of has some fitness tracking, um, you might go fossil. Um, it's a, it's an uh -huh. expensive watch. It does do the stuff. They're newer to the space. So without mm -hmm. having specific data, one would assume it's probably not as good just because they haven't been doing it as long and it's not the primary function. In this category of, um, fitness trackers, they learn from each other. So while Fitbit was the first, all these trackers have evolved knowing probably somebody went in and tried to try the technology, but it's like from there, they've learned from each other. So like they have improved They're just like oh, phones, watches and trackers are all just trying to warm up each other. So mm -hmm. you can't go wrong with any fitness tracker that you choose. Um, even fossil. I I don't have no hate no no hate no love don't really have a feeling on them but it's just other than the price tag, but well that's that's you're 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 paying for the name and the look in that even though yeah, yeah it's got a track uh, then again and like I said before highly customizable a lot of these uh, mm -hmm. fitness trackers to look good these watches to look good Amazon sponsored us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Amazon has a lot of like attachments you can do to these things to make them aesthetically pleasing. So you mm -hmm. don't have to go with the, the high price tag to get the good look. So you can go for the tech. You could spend the money on a, a whoop strap for 109. They have like fun, funky colors. You can spend the money on a $35 for a Fitbit. Actually, I'm pretty sure you can buy a, a pack of uh, straps for a Fitbit. Probably. Honestly. Just like you can buy a, 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 a variety of cases for your phone. You can buy a, or your headphones or whatever. You can buy a variety of accessories for your fitness, fitness tracker. Ooh, I can talk today. <laughs> and that's, you know, if we go, go big picture, I mean, any tracker, they are getting more and more similar what they do across the, the board. They're all going to start to see similarities. Most of them have an app compatibility. If you want to go through the app and you want a pretty minimal device, you're probably looking more at a Whoop or an Aura Ring um, to a lesser degree, a Fitbit. Um, 
if you want more compatibility straight through your device, those are your more ear watches, uh, kind of that last category we hit on. You can definitely get more fashionable ones or less fashionable ones. If you're an, you know, an, an Apple watch is immediately recognizable as an Apple watch. It's never going to be mistaken for a fossil watch. Um, and depending on who you are, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, you definitely want to, I will say, it depends on where you're at in your fitness journey, how much data you need, how much, like you said, don't buy something you're not going to use. You don't need something that tracks 37 different metrics if all you really want to know is how many calories or how many steps did I burn? Because they're, they're mm -hmm. definitely the more things something does, the higher the price point typically. We've talked about some of these devices come with a, a monthly subscription service. Some of them you buy it and you're good. Some of them you buy it and you're good and you can get additional features with a monthly subscription. So they're mm -hmm. definitely, and there's hundreds of them out there, even within the categories we talked about, there's lots of different versions and models. So this is our- Except our, for the Halo, there's no Halo anymore. Well, that, 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 <laughs> that says a lot right there, it's gone. <laughs> Um, it's ever changing it's never been out of the box you know what i was just to be fair and i know i'm throwing us back into like the features of this thing it was supposed to like do a, a body mass count like you would uh, take pictures of your body and then somebody would like do the whole it had a lot of features it could have came off the ground i just think that i found something better for me <laughs> I, if I bought a device that wanted to listen to my voice all day and take pictures of my body, I'd start to... I thought that would be interesting because sometimes... I'd start to worry. I don't know. Here's the thing. I thought it'd be interesting because sometimes I just sound pissed off and I'm not. That's true. <laughs> so I just kind of wanted to see the accuracy of it. I just, unfortunately, you can YouTube it. Some people did try it for a month and kind of liked it and kind of, and some other kind of hated it. It's... It was a thing. That's, I mean, that's the big takeaway. We're, we're kind of breaking down broad categories. Obviously, we, we've had more direct experience with some of them. Some of them were going off uh, information that we were able to find. There's plenty of information you'll be able to find. Look at the reviews. Um, some people, like if you go on message boards, people are going to be more specific about their experiences versus like an Amazon. Don't, don't dip too far into uh, Reddit. Please, please don't. Just that's that again, please be careful, be safe, <laughs> be safe. <laughs> Don't be safe. If you're going to Reddit, just, just, just stay on the good parts of Reddit. If you're going to go for Reddit for these reviews, <laughs> just please. Yeah, obviously it, it's going to depend a lot on what features are important to you. What look is important to you. It's going to depend on what are you doing for your workouts? You know, if you're some, a ring might not work or a watch might not work, or you might be an avid swimmer. Those kind of, those are things to consider, but really we're it kind of end the episode by saying you will have to do your own research if you want to be super happy about this, but we'd like to give you this as a jumping off point. If you're totally new to the space of wearables, or if you sort of know, or if you heard of some of these, but you're going to find pretty much with any device, people who love it and people who hate it. So you kind of have to dig into why did they love it and hate it? And how does that match up with what you want?
especially if you don't want to write things down. There is a major benefit to having them. You don't have to get any of these and you can just do the calculations yourself. I, that's too much work for me. <laughs> so, so a lot of us out there are just super busy and don't want to add another thing to our plate. <laughs> I sure don't. Uh, me neither. Then again, I would love to, uh, what's I would like to try other fitness things. Who knows? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe a I'm not trying answer will send us some to try. You never know. So if you have more, we, maybe we can come visit, revisit this, like in the sense of like, if there's more trackers that people find a little bit better, a little bit worse, whatever. Yeah. Plus we are eventually going to get into like wearables as in clothes. That's another category of shit. <laughs> I don't understand people that wear long sleeves while working out. Sweaty. Thank you for listening to Both Sides of Fit. If you enjoy our content, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Both Sides of Fit or contact us with comments, feedback, or suggestions at Both Sides of Fit Pod at gmail.com. Stay safe, stay healthy.